darkness was over the face of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good and God separated the light from the darkness. Then God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Then the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Surely you may eat of every tree that is in the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be opened. And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Then the eyes of both were opened. They knew that they were naked. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. And the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Then the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to a land that I will show you. And I will make your name great and I will bless you and make you a great nation so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and he who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Then he brought him outside, and he said, Look up to the heavens. Number the stars if you're able to number them. And he said, So shall your offspring be. And Abraham believed the Lord, and it was counted to him as righteousness. So Abraham fathered Isaac, and the sons of Isaac were Esau and Israel. And the Lord brought Israel up out of the land of Egypt and redeemed them out of the house of slavery. But they did not keep God's covenant and refused to walk according to his law. They forgot God's works and the wonders that he had shown them. When, they, when he killed them, they sought him. They repented and sought God earnestly. They remembered that God was their rock, the most high God, their redeemer. But they flattered him with their mouths 
They lied to him with their tongues. They even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demons. They poured out innocent blood, the blood of their sons and their daughters. So God gave them into the hand of the nations so that those who hated them ruled over them. Yet he, being compassionate, atoned for their iniquity and did not destroy them. He restrained his anger often and did not stir up all his wrath. Nevertheless, he looked upon their distress when he heard their cry. For their sake, he remembered his covenant and relented according to the abundance of his steadfast love. Then the Lord raised up judges to deliver the people out of the hands of those who'd plundered them. But Israel did not listen to their judges, but played the harlot after other gods, bowing themselves down to them. And the elders of Israel all gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah. They said, now appoint a king for us to judge us that we may be like all the other nations. And the Lord said to Samuel, now listen carefully to the voice of the people in regards to all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but have rejected me from being king over them. Nevertheless, the people refused to listen to the voice of Samuel. They said, no, but there shall be a king over us that we may be like all the other nations, that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet in the days of Josiah the king. Have you seen what faithless Israel did? She went up on every high hill and under every green tree, and she was a harlot there. I thought, after she's done all this, she will return to me she did not return and polluted the land and committed adultery with stones and trees for a spirit of harlotry has led them astray and they have departed from their God. Their deeds will not allow them to return to their God for a spirit of harlotry is within them and they do not know the Lord. What then shall we say? Are we better than they? Not at all. For we have already charged that both Jews and Greeks are all under sin. As it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they've become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of asps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood, and their path is ruin and misery. The way of peace they have not known. There's no fear of God before their eyes, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant I made with their fathers when I took them by the hand to bring them out of Egypt, my covenant that they broke, though I was their husband. But this is the covenant that I will make with them. I will put my law within them. I will write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer shall each one teach his neighbor or his brother saying, know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. 
for I will forgive their sin and will remember their iniquity no more. Therefore, thus says the Lord, it is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I'm about to act, but for the sake of my holy name, which you've profaned among the nations. And I will vindicate the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations and which you have profaned among them. And the nations will know that I am the Lord when through you I vindicate my holiness before their eyes. I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean from all your uncleannesses and from your idols I will cleanse you and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk according to my statutes and to be careful to obey my rules for I am the Lord, the Lord a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands and forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. For the law came so that transgression would increase. But where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. So that just as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and shall bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And he will save his people from their sins. And the government shall be upon his shoulders and he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many times and in many portions, has in these last days spoken to us through his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he made the world. He is the radiance of his glory and the exact representation of his nature and upholds all things by the word of his power. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. But the light came into the world, and men loved darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For whoever does evil hates the light and refuses to come to the light for fear that his deeds should be exposed. And he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground, he had no form or majesty that we should look at him, no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. But surely he has borne our griefs 
and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his stripes, we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray. We've turned aside every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, like a sheep that before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And yet among his generation, who has considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the judgment of my people? And they made him a grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death, although he had done no violence. And there was no deceit found in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring, he shall prolong his days, and the will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, for he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Why do you spend money on that which is not bread, and your wages on what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me. Eat what is good and delight your souls in abundance. He said, for I have come that they may have life and may have it abundantly. For whoever has the Son has life, but whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins. And we're by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even while we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. For while we were still helpless at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For God who said, light shall shine out of darkness is the one who has shown into our hearts the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us 
for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself according to the kind intention of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace. And those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death so that just as Christ Jesus was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father we too might walk in newness of life therefore if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation the old has passed away behold the new has come for the love of Christ controls us For we've concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all, so that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. All of this is from God, who in Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Therefore, we, are ambassadors for Christ. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. For Christ was slain and purchased for God with his blood men from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. So love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. But do not love the world or the things in the world. For if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. But do not be surprised, brothers, when the world hates you. For Jesus said, you will be hated by all because of my name. But the one who has endured to the end, he will be saved. A disciple is not greater than his teacher. A slave isn't greater than his master. So do not fear those who kill the body but are unable to kill the soul. But rather, fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Therefore I tell you, if anyone confesses me before men, I will also confess him before my Father who's in heaven. But if anyone who denies me before men, then I will also deny him before my Father in heaven. For whoever seeks to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And blessed are you when others revile you and speak all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. So suffer hardship with me, as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. For this reason, I endure everything for the sake of those who are chosen, that they also may obtain the great salvation that is in Christ, and with it, eternal glory. For this light, momentary affliction is achieving for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. So we fix our eyes not on the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And after you've suffered 
a little while. The God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. So we hope in the glory of God. But not only this, we rejoice in tribulation knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance proven character and proven character hope and hope does not disappoint for God has poured out his love into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that was given to us therefore prepare your minds for action keep sober in spirit set your hope fully on the grace to be given to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not expect him. Who then is that wise and faithful servant, whom his master shall find so doing when he comes? Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master's delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with drunkards, then the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and in an hour that he does not know and will cut him into pieces and put him with the hypocrites. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the cry of command and with the voice of the archangel and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And John saw heaven opened and behold, a white horse. And the one seated on it was called Faithful and True. In righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes are like a flame of fire and on his head were many diadems and he has a name written which no one knows but himself. He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood. And the name by which he is called is the Word of God. And the armies of heaven arrayed in fine linen, white and pure, were following him on white horses. And from his mouth came a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. He will tread the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, a name was written, King of kings and Lord of lords. And they will make war on the Lamb. And the Lamb will conquer them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings. And those with him are called and chosen and faithful. Then the devil was thrown into the lake of fire. And death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. And everyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Then he saw new heavens and a new earth. And a loud voice came from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men and he will dwell among them. They will be his people and God himself will be among them. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning nor crying or pain for the first things have passed away. 
And the one seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said, Write, for these words are faithful and true. Then he said, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to him who thirsts from the spring of the water of life without cost. He who overcomes will inherit these things and I will be his God and he will be my son. And he who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come Lord Jesus. Now, now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless and with great joy, to the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time, now and forever. Amen. Let your name be lifted higher, be lifted higher, be lifted higher. Let your name be lifted higher, be lifted higher, be lifted higher.
out one more and sing this out. My foes are many, they rise against me, but I will hold my ground. I will not fear the war, I will not fear the storm, my help is on the way. My help is on the way. Almighty God, He will not delay. My refuge and strength always. I will not fear His promises trail. My God will come through always.
saved me. It is written, Christ is risen, Jesus, you are Lord. 